Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF Podcast. This is season two, episode 11, and I have this self-proclaimed good guy here with me today. You want to introduce yourself? Um, Yeah, this is uh, Tim. You can follow me on Instagram at TimBell underscore junior. Represent the good guys today. Representing the good guys. He is a self-proclaimed good guy, or is he actually a good guy? We're going to get into that right after this. And we're back. Yes, this is segment one. And a good guy to me is someone that is more than opening doors. So what is a good guy to you, Tim? I guess a good guy would be actually just, uh, like you said, more than opening doors. Somebody that's a good listener to the female, mm-hmm. that's there to try to learn their past, to try to really get to know them in right. some of their ways. Because the female might act a, act a certain way or a certain behavior and you think it might be just her head down the character, but you really might even not know that, you know, her past is the reason why, you know, she might be still holding on to something. Like right. That. So you feel like a good guy is somebody who's like understanding of all the things that make a person a person. Yeah. Really get to know a female. Okay. Because once you really get to know them, then you will know how to avoid certain things so y'all won't get into certain altercations or conflicts and everything. Right. Yeah. Cool. So I did ask this question (laughs) earlier on my Instagram and I got a lot of like different answers. And some of the ones that stuck out to me the most was um, a good guy is somebody who is healed. Do you think that plays a part in how you are able to um, be a good guy or whatever you want to call yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that has a lot to do with it because if, that guy's not healed, then he can bring a lot of baggage with him right. into that next relationship. And that plays both sides, really. Mm-hmm. Because if they're not healed, how are you going to be able to give somebody yourself right. if you're still holding on to something? Your full self. Yeah, and you got, you got some things you got to work on yourself. Like, nobody's perfect, but mm-hmm. still, you want to get some of the big things out the way, at least fixed about yourself. Right. Yeah. So some of the other comments that I got was, you know, a good guy is someone who... Um, you know, has a good job, is stable, someone who listens, like you said before, someone who is considerate, someone who does things, you know, nice things just because, someone who is transparent. Like, what do you feel those qualities say about a a man or a guy? Well, coming 
from my background. I was raised by females. Mm-hmm. So I always grew up hearing how they always wanted to be treated, how they think guys should be. I mean, you should treat a woman like a queen, but... I mean... <laughs> so, speak your mind. I mean, yeah, you should treat a woman like a queen and... No, it was something just there. It was, y'all, I wish I could see his face. It was something just there you held back. But I want you to be able to be oh, honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I know, I was just thinking in between. And I was just like, yeah. Ooh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you got flashbacks going on over there. No, no. <laughs> no, but I'm with you on that. Like, you should be should treat them pretty good. Like, flowers. Like, not just when it acts, but just because. Yeah. Like, one day she might be having a bad day, you know, show up at her job, you know, take her, hey, I'm going to take you out to lunch and just bring her some flowers. Try to remember details about a female. That really matters. It does. It really does. Like, <laughs> figure out, like, her favorite color, her favorite flower, mm-hmm. what type of chocolate she likes. So on those days that, you know, it's not going good, you can mm-hmm. surprise her with her favorite things. They're always going to. Right. It shows you're paying attention to her, which is everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to be heard. So as a good guy or do you feel like you're a good guy? Let me ask that. I feel like I have good intentions, but I'm not I wouldn't say that because nobody's perfect. I have flaws, too. Right. Yeah. But I know how to treat a woman. Okay. Yeah. So you feel like being a good guy is essentially knowing how to treat a woman. Yeah. And how to listen to her and all that good stuff. Yeah. And knowing you have flaws and working on those flaws to make yourself a better person also. Okay. Yeah. I think what I'm noticing is um, a lot of the definitions of what a good guy is, is just being a good person. And so are we giving credit for something that's already supposed to be a thing? You know, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's the dilemma I'm having. I'm not saying, you know, I'm a skeptic about it. But um, we'll get into it later because I'm someone who considers myself a reformed good girl. Um, And I realized that putting that label on myself as a good girl, I was performing and not actually being myself. And so that limited me to a lot of experiences that I am now choosing to have. So we'll get into that a little later but for right now let me ask you like what has been your experience in dating as a good guy uh i feel like and sometimes i have dated i've been taken advantage of for being a good guy Mm -hmm. because it's like they'd be like oh you know i know he's gonna always be here he's a nice person and it's like you kind of get put in the friend zone Mm. Yeah, because you're a good guy. Right. Yeah, and it's just like, okay. Like, I have met some females in the past where I was just that nice person. I have showed up with flowers, like, unexpected and everything, and that still wasn't enough. Like, right. I actually sit there and listen, and then it's just like, oh, no, Tim was my friend, you know. Right. And I was just like, okay. Like, I'm not looking at it that way, but they put me in the friend zone. But it's like, after they date a couple of guys and they see that Tim is here. And then they want to come nah, back. they want to come back. And it's like, well, I'm not interested anymore. Like, <laughs> Girl, you done burnt that bridge. <laughs> it's like, I watched you date all these guys. And I told you, like, from right. what you was telling me about these guys, like, oh, that's not the one. Because, not just because I like you, but it's just because you put yourself through all this when you really don't have to go through all that. Right. Why do you feel like that is? I feel like some women don't even know when they have a good guy. Okay. From them dating so many, like, wrong guys, mm-hmm. when a good guy do come into the picture, it's hard for them to believe. 
Okay. Because I have had that before. Like, in the past, I was nice, and a girl would be like, why are you so nice to me? <laughs> she did, that girl traumatized. <laughs> and like, why are you so nice to me? And I just sit there, and I just look, and I'm just like, are you serious? Right. Yeah, like, this is what you, this is what you want, right? Mm-hmm. So you want me to be the bad guy, or you want me to be the good guy? Like, pick your poison. Because I'm just like, what do you really want? Right. So how do you navigate those kind of dynamics in your dating world? Well, when a situation like that approaches, I have to try and protect him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I really want to stay here? Because they're questioning me, like, why am I so nice? Right. Is it really worth fighting for? Am I going to keep running back into this where she's going to be like, why are you so nice? Why are you so nice? And then I have ran into situations where some females are just like, I don't deserve you. Mm-hmm. So what do you, do you deserve, a bad guy? I've gotten that one before, too. <laughs> I have. But, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah, and I'm just like, it just confuses me when people like, are there any good guys left? It's just like, are you really ready for a good guy? It's the question. Right. So I'll tell y'all how he <laughs> pitched this to me. Because originally it wasn't good guys. It was nice guys. And we were out taking shots one day. And he was like, yeah, I got one. <laughs> um, is there any good is it any nice guys? Uh, there's still nice guys left out there. That's how you worded it. And um, my first thought is, is there? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Show it to me. But um, I thought it was uh, an opportunity for me to, like, let, you know, men out there that have a lot of experience that women have, like good girls, you know, voice their side of it. Because I think a lot of times we just don't listen to each other. So, you know, I'm trying to hold back my thoughts. Don't let them out. At least least for segment one. And then we're going to get into the other other parts of it. So you're saying that you feel as though women have been kind of conditioned to accept um, this struggle love, this emotional labor um, that's unequal and not really see what's in front of them. Yeah. And I feel like a lot that has to do with it. Some females go based off how their parents' relationships were. Right. And if they see that their mom and dad went through that struggle relationship, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it'll get better later on. Then they feel that it's going to work the same for them. You have to realize yeah. that it's just because it worked for them don't mean it's going to work for you. Right. Yeah. Cuz some people do get addicted to the drama. Yeah. And they think that I think um I ain't going to say I I did it, but <laughs> <laughs> but um you can confuse passion with drama and and then it gets to a point where you're expecting if everything is is going a certain way that it must be boring. It must not be passionate. It must not be real because you don't have these bumps. You don't have these arguments. You don't have these certain kinds of experiences when really you're just connecting in a healthy way with somebody who is actually interested in you as a person. So I do see some validity in that perspective. Yes. And y'all, he took notes. So I'm going to ask him right now, like, did you have anything that will pertain to what we're talking about or not? This is the first time anybody has come on LBF podcast and had notes. I am so shocked right now. No, it's just I, I write down things, especially because I already know that you be ready. So I just like. I stay ready. I was just like, I had to get myself together because I was just like, okay. Taking all good guys here. Right. So, but this is your opportunity. If you want to share anything about that experience, 
as a good guy before we get into the rest of it then I definitely want you to go ahead and voice that for you know yourself and the other men that you know that feel that same way yeah and I got uh actually one of my best friends me and him were like kind of about the same way mm-hmm. and not calling names or anything. no <laughs> yeah, you don't but, have to say uh, names yeah I watched him go through some things and like like just dealing with females and he's really a nice guy like been there for him like mm-hmm. they needed if they need a gas man or something he's like hey i got you you know stuff like it ain't even dealing with money but just like being there for that person right when he just go there just because they need to talk or something like that mm-hmm. and everything but and i just see him get done wrong all the time okay yeah it even times where he kind of be hurt and we had to sit there and talk about it and i was just like well even if we do go through these bad experiences we still can't change us as a person Right. Because if we do decide to go ahead and be that bad guy, then we really... <laughs> what is a bad guy? Like, what? well, I'm going to just go off of what social media and everybody is talking about now. No, the, go off your definition. Uh, <laughs> my definition is just like a guy that's hopping from female to female, just don't not caring about their feelings. Right. Just in it just for one thing. Okay. And then once he get it, like some guys out here... Not trying to tell no secrets or nothing, but some guys out here will actually just like work very hard and get a woman's attention, wine and dine her, mm-hmm. make her fall in love just to get what you want, and he just dip out. Why do you think that is? Some men, in ways, have been damaged in the past. Okay. And they're scared to let themselves get to that point, the falling in love, because they don't want to get hurt again. So once okay. they get what they want to that point, they just be like, okay, I'm gone. And they're going to start over with somebody else. Do you not feel as though that could be true for women that, like, you and your homeboy has, has come in contact with? I felt the same way. Okay. Yeah, but it's just like... At some point, you got to yeah, heal. <laughs> yeah. And to this point, it's like on both sides, like, how do you know what this person, like... Yeah. Intentions are. Because some people are so good to the point where it's like it's like a fairy tale at the beginning and then next thing I know it just goes south like I had what do you mean fairy tale like I had okay I was talking to one girl and uh everything was going good mm-hmm. and we was dating I was going to visit her and everything and the next thing I know she was just like I think I'm ready to get in a relationship with you so I was just like okay so we right. had like conversations and everything about it just to make sure like this is what we really wanted and then, like, the next week, she sent me a text message just like, hey, I don't think it's going to work. Uh, me and my ex think about getting back together. Right. And I, and that made me sit here and think, like, so why did we go through all this if you know in the back of your head you still had thoughts of getting back with your ex? Like, we right. should have just stayed friends and not even did that. Got you. So it felt like, okay. You were manipulated into Yeah, and like situation. a rebound to where. Yeah. Yeah. The way she Got was, it. How did that make you feel? feel like I just feel like, you know what? I'm tired. <laughs> just tired, I'm tired out of dating. Like, sick, sick, sick of this shit. I had shit. to sit there and think about, like, what about myself that keeps attracting these type of women or right. these type of situations? So you did the self-reflection piece. Yeah. I think that no matter how bad the situation is or why I go through with any female, you have to look at it and be like, okay, what can I learn from this situation? Mm-hmm. Because I don't need to go into the next relationship or like you know right. encounter with somebody and still make the same mistake over and over okay 
I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you should self-reflect on some level, but also don't try to hold yourself accountable for yeah. someone else's actions to the point where you're taking responsibility for something that has nothing to do with you. Sometimes it is all about the other person and their shit, you yeah. know? And that's what you have to realize sometimes. But it yeah. is, but going through something like that, it'll make you sit here and think like, damn, like, is it me? So, yeah. <laughs> like, is it my ass? Like, is it me? Like, dang, am I that bad? It, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm, shh, I've it, been dating out here again. And I'm telling you, I'm, it, I'm having to do some self-evaluation. It, it can become draining. Yeah. And it'll make you sit here and think like, I think I want to take a break. It really me. will. Yeah. It really will. Because I was in a situation where I was just like, it was draining me. And I was just like, it was throwing me off of focus with school. And I was just like, oh, I got to right. get back on myself. And I was just like, I'm big on like, now, well, now that I'm getting older, I just pray about it and just be like, if it's meant for me, mm-hmm. it'll come to me at the right time. Right. I see you on that. Yeah. Even if the situation did end bad or if it didn't end, like, in a good way, mm-hmm. I still pray and just be like, well, Lord, if that person is meant for me, don't bring them back into my life until you feel like I'm ready. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and you better you better tap me on my head or something, Jesus, because, you know, the way in my mind operate, I ain't letting nobody back in that uh, they leave now. Yeah. But sometimes you can meet. I have seen it happen where people dated at the wrong time and it yeah. just ended bad. And then some people are like, oh, that person's not for you. And then the whole time, it's just been bad time. And you've been trying to get a certain situation to work at the wrong time. Right. I think with that, too, and, and this is something I've said before, is it's also with the way you leave things, right? Um, I do understand people grow as people, you know, mature and all that good stuff. But it is a, a certain way you leave a situation, you know, um, and how you choose to exit the connection you have with someone that affects the way that you are able to then move forward with them. So those things, you know, play a factor in how we receive people back in our lives after a certain period of time too. So, um, do you feel like good guys finish last? Yeah. This is a <laughs> innuendo to you guys. <laughs> yes. I, yes. I actually do feel that way. How so? Because it's just like, we got to date so many wrong girls, and it's just like we finally get that one at the end mm-hmm. that we've been waiting for our whole life, and it's just like, oh. you just be tired by the time <laughs> you get to that one. T- like, girl, where you be? I'm like, let me tell you something. If this ain't it, I'm just done. <laughs> do you have a lot of female friends? Yeah, I actually do. Do they talk to you about like their relationships and and things of that nature? Yeah, when it's like a big like. Something that kind of like if they made them cry or something like that, yeah, they'll come and ask me like, "Tell me why do guys do certain things?" Yeah, do you see any similarities with what you're saying and what women say or the females in your life? Because I see a lot of similarities. Um, and it's interesting. I'm like, what? Why can't we hear each other? If we're saying there's good guys out there, quote unquote, good girls out there, why aren't we gravitating towards each other? I feel like everybody got this picture painted in their head mm-hmm. to the person that they want and right. they got to have this and if this person you can get a 78% good dude right 78% I would just do it like that <laughs> a 78% good dude do everything for you and just because he don't meet not one of your standards you're just like okay that's not a guy okay and I'm just like 
that's when it comes. I feel like some women's standards are too high. Mm. Are we gonna I, get into this? Get into <laughs> Let's get into it. Um, well, I mean, you should want high standards, but like, right. some of them have to be reasonable. Now, I do see, and I've talked about this a little bit too, where it is this kind of extreme form of standards. I feel like that is a pushback from women having to be held to such ridiculous standards themselves all their lives, right? So, as a woman, I was born into a situation that. Yes, as a man, you were born into a situation. But for me, I'm always supposed to try to capture your gaze, right? I'm supposed to do things that appeal to you. I'm supposed to perform in a way that appeals to you. I'm supposed to appear and do all these things that appear to a man, right? With only expecting just a little bit back in return, right? So as long as you can provide for me, then I'm good. It don't matter if you got two or three families down the road. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? As long as you're taking care of home, then I'm good. But that means that I'm doing a lot of the emotional labor. That means I'm doing a lot of the child rearing. That means that I'm pretty much taking care of myself and being left alone as a person while still trying to appeal to you. I think what I see, um, especially with our generation, is women are saying, we've had enough. You know, um, you men have been holding us to such a high standard all of our lives for the existence. You know, the period of time being known, women have been trying to appeal to men. And now we're going to hold you to those same standards. Yeah. <laughs> I really do understand that. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, this is where this comes into play. With women say, I want to find someone I can build with. Yeah. So if you want to find somebody you can build with, is there a standard that he has to meet in order for you to start building with him? For me, you yeah. asking me? Yeah. No, I'm just like. Oh, I'm gonna say yes. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not. I'm not gonna say that he has to make sixty thousand dollars a year. What I am gonna say is, um, I do have standards, and I don't feel bad about them anymore. I think that women have been conditioned to be chosen and not to choose. Men have been ch- uh, taught to choose women, right? You've been told to select. We have been told to try to be select. You know, to be the choice that a, a man makes and. I'm just getting to a point where I'm realizing that I can choose to have connection. I can choose to walk away, and that's okay. Um, so, yes, I got standards. <laughs> I, mean, I, I want every female out there to have standards, but it's yeah. just like, you know, I have met some women where they have some very, very extreme what standards. Let me explain like, those. If this guy ain't making at least this many figures, we ain't talking. Why do you feel like that's unreasonable? I just, it's not unreasonable. Maybe that guy, he will reach that, but maybe he's working on himself to where he can get that. Mm-hmm. Don't want, like, why you can't be with him as he is achieving his goals? Why wait until he get there and just be like, okay, we can talk now. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what my big problem is. It's just like, I'm in a position now where I'm working towards... Getting into that point. Yeah, getting to the point in my life where I will get to that. Yeah. But I'm just like, you can't be with the guy... That you see is like working towards his goals. Like if he got a plan and everything. Right. You can't be with that guy. I can. But what I do have to see is I have to see action and I have to see checkpoints. Um, Because what happens and what I've seen happen, especially um, not only in my friend group, but just in the sphere and community of women that I'm in is we have experiences where we're taking care of men. And I think that's something that we don't talk about often enough where 
women do stay for the potential that this man could be something and then that potential never pans out to be anything and so we're starting to say all right if you're expecting me to show up a certain way then i need you to show up a certain way because i mean when you come when we're talking about finances right which is a big portion of you know, when you look at marriages, you know, certain percentage of marriages fail because of finances. So if we're talking about things like that, that's that important. If I don't have it and you expect me to be understanding, then we don't have it. You know what I'm saying? We both struggling. Yeah. So then I'm carrying us on our back. You know, if you're supposed to be my helpmate, my partner, I need you to be in this with me. So... I'm to a point where I'm not taking nobody. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm with you now. I hope it's to a point where no guy wants a female to take care of them. Right. But, you know, if y'all going to struggle, struggle together and just meet each other halfway. On Compromise. The, but I have seen situations where I, I've known a female that helped her boyfriend get through nursing school. Mm-mm. And she actually, like, paid for everything and he was just like a real asshole Mm-mm. yeah and like his, it came to his graduation party and like he didn't have to work right and he wanted this big graduation party like wanted champagne bottles mm. like all white thing and she worked hard at two jobs and got it for him and then like she he literally treated her like trash like and I'll just be like... But those stories yeah. are more common than you think they are. They are, and it just... it just, I'm still shocked by it, that guys will actually do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I get that. I think what what's important for me to understand, because I also come from the understanding of, okay, I treat people right. You know what I'm saying? So why would, some, why would another female treat somebody, you know, trash? But it's understanding that we have different dynamics. So it it happens. (laughs) It happens a lot more. And when I see a movement where a lot of women are now pushing back on different standards and different requirements of men, I don't immediately question like, oh, she's being ridiculous. I then ask why, because it's not going to be a whole mass of people that are saying the same stuff mm-hmm. now. Oh, you got to give me gifts or you got to come with a six figure, blah, blah, blah. Why? Why are they saying this? They're saying that because they've been held to these standards to look a certain way, to perform a certain way for so long that now they're saying, uh, you got to meet me so, at that same so level. Many guys that they dated didn't meet that. Yeah. That's understandable. That's understandable. So it works out a little Yes. All right. So how do women interact with good guys? I guess it just depends on the type of female that you're dealing with. This is true. At the time. Because Mm -hmm. you do have some that actually know how to treat a guy. And then you got some that just get what they can from that good guy. Right. They don't want to believe that they're using you, but they are. They don't want to believe what yeah. you mean. <laughs> like, you have some women, like, if you call them out, she's like, you just here because I do nice things for you. Uh-huh. And they're like, no, I don't. I said, what did you do for me? And they can't tell they you? They can't tell you a thing. Jesus. <laughs> well, I bought you, uh, I did buy you food one time. That's it. I can buy my own food. Like, <laughs> I'll be sitting there like, come on now. Come on. Girl, I didn't brought you a car to flowers. What is Besides your feet. Yeah, like, what is something memorable <laughs> that I'm be able to take with me that say, oh, she got this with me. Like, she actually thought about me. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean that, and that's understandable. Yeah. Um, why do you feel like the good guy label is something that men aspire to, or some men aspire to? You don't know. Why do you aspire to be a good guy? I, I really hate that title. Oh, now see, I like. Oh, why do you hate that title? This because is the this is the title you gave me. I know, but I'm just saying, like, there are good guys. Out uh-huh. there, but it's just like I wouldn't. I say that titles kind of like conflicting because it's just like all of us have flaws, like right. But like I said, you have good intentions. Like you know, it, I'm just saying there are guys out here that know how to treat a female. And they know how to put their queen on the pedestal. Like, right. Yeah. I don't say that. But, like, just playing good guy, I'm just like, come on now. Right. Like, nobody's perfect. <laughs> and so that was the first thought, like, when you presented it to me as the topic that you wanted to yeah. talk about. That was the first thing I thought about was, like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Good guy or a nice guy. I'm like, okay. I mean, um, but that's what What does that even mean? That's what, yeah. Like, that's the title for it. It was like, are you a good guy or are you a bad guy? And with me, I would put myself in the good guy role. Right. But I would just say I know how to treat a female. That's all. Okay. Yeah. What do you wish that women knew about good guys? How to accept them. How to accept them. Yeah. Because a lot of women don't. You know, I kind of had that conversation where it's like, um, you know, a lot of times we get into a situation where we're saying we want certain things from a man. But are we prepared to receive them? And I'm getting into a season in my life where I'm realizing that I'm imperfect. You know, like I already knew I was imperfect. But it's it's different when you're experiencing it firsthand, right? Because you've been dealing with, you know, different people who didn't highlight certain things or imperfections about you. So it is interesting to to see this dynamic where sometimes we ask for things that we're not really prepared for and so you have to really like self-examine yourself self-reflect to make sure that this good guy quote unquote that you're asking for that you are prepared to meet him at that level and to reciprocate a lot of the things that you want for yourself so and then you have some women that's like damaged to the point where like you said, it's just hard for them to believe that a guy can actually be that nice to them. Do you? I mean, but I see that with men too. I, I yeah. mean, now granted, y'all get y'all heartbroken one time, and it's like cute to them. But no, it, it's harder for a man though. Like, how? It is. How is it harder for? A, please, no. Let's have this conversation now. Please, let's have. Go ahead and explain. I guess to you would me. say it's harder for a man because it's just like a man to uphold to be this tough guy. You know, right. hide your feelings. All that. And it's like, once you get your heart broken, it's like you're trying to hold all of it together. But deep down inside, like, you, you just want to let it go. Okay, but nobody told you to <laughs> keep... I mean, I mean, society tells you, but yeah. you can't express your emotions. Yeah. What I want people to it's realize... It's like, like, you can go to your homeboys and be like, bro, my heart broke. And they go clown you. <laughs> get some new homeboys. So, it's just like, I mean, I do got some friends that I can go to and actually talk about it. Right. But still, though, you just... Even when you do talk about it, it's still sometimes you just be like, dang, like, I feel like less of a man. <laughs> you know? I mean, but you've been, you've realized you've been conditioned yeah. to think that way. You have to start rejecting some of these labels and some of these things that we're conditioned to, to feel that we're supposed to do. Like, and I think that holds a lot of us back because you should be able to go to your homeboys and say, man, my heart broken. 
Because yeah. I damn sure gonna go to my homegirl like, girl, I'm hurting. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, y'all get y'all heartbroken one time. Oh, and these fuck bitches get money. Yeah. <laughs> but a female, she's been conditioned to, yeah. to give, to give, to give. And so she's going to go from one bad to the next, to the next, to the next. Damn. And so she gets damaged to a point because if she's not healing herself, if she's not improving, then she's going to get damaged to a point where... It's just like, you know. I guess with guys, it's just like when a guy go like so hard for a female and mm-hmm. then it don't work. He's just like, see, I was a nice guy. And you see what happened to me. And so I'm going to just be ain't <laughs> yeah, shit the like, rest of my life. Hey, that's the only way they're going to love me. I mean, they do get, you do like every, I think every guy go through that phase where they had, they were such a good guy to that one girl yeah. and she just messed it up. And then it's just like, okay. Well, they're not going to love me when I'm good, then right. I might just need to go back. To being bad. Yeah. <laughs> I get that logic. I think a lot of people, not just men, use that logic. I feel like you have to ultimately talk to yourself and understand what you want. If what I want is to truly connect with someone else, then that means I have to continuously take that risk and put myself out there. It's not an easy task. The easy thing to do is to shut down and to not let anybody in. Yeah, but that's not always good also. It's it's toxic, yeah. you know? When you decide that you're not going to um, be open, be vulnerable, be transparent, be quote-unquote good to people, that's a defense mechanism that we kind of put on as armor because we've been hurt. And... We celebrate that in our uh, generation, right? Cutting people off. Oh, this generation is messed up. Listen. Today, and I'm just like. We celebrate it. I'm just like, how did we get here? Because it made me look back at like the 90s and stuff. And it make it look like it was so easy to fall in love and meet somebody. And it's just like. I was just talking about that. The Monica versus Brandy. <laughs> I was like, this music had really had you thinking that love was going to be like these 90s songs. And then and- now we in the 2000s and just like. That girl. You better pop that ass and go to the friend. Oh, her and the friend too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, better do something. And I was just like, it's really the music, the music and social. You media. feel like it's the music and the music, social media. Yeah, it has a lot to do with it. I feel like it's it, it's it's a combination of that. I won't discount that, but I also feel like it's a combination of women pushing back and saying no, and men saying, "Wait, what?" You know, what I'm saying, especially you know, guys that try to come to the forefront and uh, be honest and be quote-unquote good um they're like okay if you're not about to do all this stuff then i ain't gonna do it either so it's kind of like we had a damn standoff that's like (laughs) i have i have known some guys that have met some good girls and the type of guy that they were i could already tell it wasn't gonna last Uh because they'd be like oh bro you know how this girl is right here and i was just like well i'm just letting you know she's not gonna give you nothing right off the jump and he's like well we're gonna see no, no. it's a, a challenge. Yeah, it's a challenge for them. So they he go on a couple of dates with her, and he just like, man, I said, I'm telling you, that is not the type of girl like that's gonna give yeah, it up. Yeah, like you got to work, like right. you got to let her know that you're gonna be here to stay. And he's just like, man, I ain't done with that. So they end up cutting her off and just moving on. And I just be like, <laughs> like you do got some guys that mess it up. Cause yeah, I just, like. They mess it up for the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to y'all homeboys. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, like. It's, it's, it's guys in your circle that perpetuate oh, it's so, a lot of these ideas. Do you call them out? 
Yeah, all the time. They get mad at me. They're like, man, I can't come talk to you. I said, no, because you're wrong. Because you're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got some. Uh... But we need more of that because it is a thing where we kind of perpetuate a lot of the toxic ideas that we've been conditioned to think are okay. And it's like, no, it's this is this isn't okay. Like, it's not. It's problematic mm-hmm. as hell. So what do you feel like good guys need? To want from a woman or just like in general? Both. I feel like, well, from my perspective, I just feel like just need a woman that's going to be supportive, mm-hmm. be there for him, be, uh, I don't know, just always positive if you can. Like, I know some Always th- positive? <laughs> like, give off positive. Like, you said, if, you said the end part, I said, if you can, because, you know, some days you're not, you're going to be up and Oh, by the way, Yeah, like, just. Good vibes, good energy, and be there for them. Just not toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Don't expect me to argue at you all the time. Because I'm the type of person, I hate arguing. I'm a, I was raised up by a lot of old people, so I'm the type of person, I'm just like, hey, if we can't sit down and talk about this, mm-hmm. give us a few minutes. So we can yeah. And, and I, I, I like that, because I'm that kind of person, too. I'm like, listen... As two different individuals, if we come together and we're having a conversation and we're bumping heads, we have to understand that we're two different people. We're not going to agree on everything. That doesn't mean that somebody is right and somebody is wrong. Let's just separate for a second. Take a minute. If we want to revisit the conversation, we can. We come to an agreement, a compromise, something. But I don't need to feel like you're dismissive. I don't need to feel like you're, you know, belittling me in, in any kind of way. I need to feel... In every situation that you see and that you hear me. And that's where, what you go back to what you said earlier, that's where everybody needs a healing process. Yes. <laughs> because some people will react off of old situations, yes. old trauma. They might have dated all their men in the past and all of them had ended in altercations where the guy put their hands on them or something. Oh, hell no. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no like you might there might be some people out there that's like that. Yeah. And then when they do meet that one good guy, it just like you you're constantly trying to escalate the situation yeah. and you're and, not used and to it's it. Like, oh no, I'm not that guy. Like Yeah. I mean, I can yeah. say that with men too and and not in the same way as physical, but as far as like the drama, the the expecting a reaction, they're expecting a certain response from you, and I'm just like, Cause you got some I'm guys just trying like, to talk to you, bro. Like, yeah. we- <laughs> you got some guys out here that they think a girl weird if she don't blow his phone. I'm like, where you at? Why yeah, you I'm not doing that. that. And popping up on them, and yeah. Stuff like that. I'm just like, I, don't, I ain't got time. For that. Like, like you said, and I said that in the the first half, it's like you're addicted to that drama, mm-hmm. and it's become something that is a comfort zone, even though it's not healthy because it's something you're so used to. And we have to kind of break ourselves out of these patterns because they don't serve us. If we're saying we want real connections, we're saying we want healthy dating and healthy love, that means we're probably going to have to change some things about ourselves. If we can admit that we're not perfect, that that means that, hey, that may, I may be a part of the problem. I don't mean you the problem, but that means I might be a part of the problem. I might need to change something. Yeah, and that's where it comes in. Relationships are all about growth. Right. You're going to grow from Y'all grow together. Right. Which brings me to my next segment. And this is... (laughs) Why you you said, oh, God? (laughs) So, it was this famous line from the uh, series Insecure. You watch Insecure? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. You got to watch Insecure. Where is this uh, 
this line where uh, Tasha, she told Lawrence that the problem is you are a fuckboy who thinks he's a good guy. Wow. So we're going to start from there. <laughs> Let me go last. <laughs> is every guy who thinks he's a nice guy, a good guy, actually a good guy? You know what? <laughs> That's a good one. I know it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. You might want to take your case off. Give us a second, y'all. We we trying to hook up. He want to go live right now. <laughs> Your phone crack. Yeah, in the back. Oh, hell, you got me rigging stuff up here. There you go. Oh, God. Can I get you? I might have to move it back a little bit. There you go. I'm in there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. We are back in it. So the question was, is every guy who thinks he's a good guy or a nice guy actually a good guy? It's <laughs> still a hard question. It's just like... They may not be. And why? It might think and have good intentions, but it's just like, like I said earlier, you got some that just like, they are good at first, and then that... They fuck, fall that off. That fuckboy just turn in. That fuckboy <laughs> just turn in. <laughs> so why do you, I mean, do you think that some of these men are aware of that switch or that... That thing, because like I said, it's a performance, right? Yeah. So, do you feel like some men are aware whenever they start doing fuckboy tendencies as opposed to being the quote-unquote good guy? Yeah. <laughs> You're aware of all your actions. <laughs> but, I mean... I mean, some stuff are, is in, unintentional. I do believe yeah, that. Yeah, some stuff... I mean, it might be a certain situation that might just trigger something. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, I mean, I feel like you still should have control what have you seen, like, in your own experience? <laughs> no, come on now. Give me the nah, goods. Don't be looking at the thing. you like, damn, who listening right know, now? I can't be telling secrets. <laughs> we ain't got to use no names. But as far as, like, I just need some examples, you know? Of, like, say again. Like, what are some examples of, like, when someone really is performing and thinks they're a good guy, but they're really a fuckboy? Or in, in you know, modern I mean, he Definition. might have some fuckboy tendencies in the past, and he probably trying to transform into that good guy. As in? <laughs> I mean, he probably... I mean, I feel like every guy goes through that little phase, but... Talk about the whole phase? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> go through the whole phase. <laughs> but you go through that, that, and then it's just like, you realize later on in life, like, okay, I can't be this forever. Like, I really need to go ahead and settle down and get my together. Right. And treat a woman right. But, I mean, they don't have intentions on just, oh, I'm be a fuckboy. Right. Like, that guy had to go through something in the past. It was that one female that just messed it up. <sighs> it is. <laughs> it's a, but the crazy part is it takes one for y'all. It takes 18 for us. <laughs> See, someone, y'all give more chances than guys will. Why is that? Why do, you, why do you feel that is? Like I said, like, it hits guys harder sometimes. I feel like it's all conditioning. Yeah, I really is. do. I feel like it's not so much it hits it harder, but women are conditioned to to take that emotional abuse in a lot of ways and to keep striving to be chosen as opposed to men who, they're like, 
Fuck it. I chose her and she broke my heart. I ain't about to choose no other bitch. You yeah, know? It's like that. <laughs> like, you know what? Forget it. I'm done. Like, all yeah. these girls like that. Like, oh, that's when all the guys will start looking at it. Yeah. They'll be like, once they get their heart broken, they'll be like, all right, forget it. I'm done. Like, I'm about to just do me. And be done with it. Yeah. I'm mean, probably be done with it for like a moment, but ain't no moment. It be years. Ain't y'all no got y'all heartbroken at seventeen, <laughs> twenty seven. Y'all still on that bullshit. <laughs> I mean, some guys it takes time, but it just like after a moment he realized, okay, he'll look back and be like, dang, I didn't get some good girls wrong. Like, I get that so much because I also asked the question, um, and I haven't done this episode on the podcast yet, but I asked the the question about like the one that got away. Do you feel like there was a point in in your life where you weren't performing as your best self and you let someone who could have potentially been good for you get away? Uh, oh Lord. You weren't you worried about who looking right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I'd just be like, uh I try to be upfront. Yeah. When I do talk to females and I just be like you know, if I'm like, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for a relationship, a friendship? And I'll let you know if I'm ready for that. Okay. And I have met a female where she wanted, like, we started off, it wasn't like no relationship thing. Like, we just started off, like, just jumping into it. Like, no dates and that. We just was, like, sex partners. Okay. And then eventually she came out and she had feelings for me. And I was just like, well, if you know you had intentions on that, why we started like this? I was like, because... It's not the route that I'm trying to go. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, y'all was just in a situation ship? Yeah. It was just like, <laughs> it ended bad, but I mean, at the end day. So, in her mind, you a fuckboy? Probably. Probably. <laughs> it, but it's all about interpretation, too, and I think that that's a piece we miss. Um, in that process of us growing as people, because I'm pretty sure... In somebody's mind, I'm a great girl. In somebody else's mind, I might not be shit. Who knows? Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. Everybody got their different views on you. Yeah. It's like, hey, that's how you feel about me. Right. So I don't try to stamp myself so much as good girl. I try to stamp myself as Crystal. What you see is what you get. Whatever growth period I'm, I'm in at that moment, that's what you can expect from me. I just feel like whatever side they bring out of you, because some people can bring that. That is true. Yeah. Some right. people can get that good side and some people can get that bad. It just depends on how you The compatibility. Me. Yeah. The energy you give me, I'm going to give you the same energy back. I'm not so good at that. I, I think <laughs> I try. I don't know if I'm still like struggling with the whole people pleaser in me or if it's like I'm just naturally so concerned about other people, you know, uh, being comfortable and feeling understood with me that I'm taking on people who ain't so great. <laughs> I catch myself in that situation where it's like somebody could do me wrong. Uh-huh. I'll be wanting to do it bad, so bad. And I just be and like, I can't. My conscience, <laughs> man. I just be like, you know what? I ain't going to do that. Like, you know what? I want better for myself. I want better for myself. <laughs> also, Jesus want better for me because if I do this, my karma comes back so quickly i can't really mm-hmm. get people back the way i want them to because yeah. i can expect my return on that shit to come back tenfold so i, I, I don't look like hey when they karma gonna come back because i want to see it like <laughs> you know, the sad part is so i saw something about like you know when exes move on i was like you know what i don't mind if an ex move on just let me move on first <laughs> hey, let me be happy first is that petty? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
in a in a way, but I just feel like you just want. It's show, honest. You want to show them that hey. I'm doing better. It's honest. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a little bit petty, but I'm just like, I'm tired of seeing people that I feel have really wronged me in some way move on and become that person that I've been asking them you to become. They, hey, let me tell you. Speaking of that. I know men, you know. No, I thought the same exact way. Uh, I thought I seen somebody move on and do better. Uh-huh. And it wasn't. It looked like. At the on the outside. What? And then it ended up, they was in a bad situation. Right. Yes, he's. So it might be good that they moved on early. Did a pettiness in you enjoy that? A little bit. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I was just sitting here like I told you. Like you should just stay with who you See, with. I knew I was talking about girl. You should have stayed over here, you girl. Stayed over here, but that's your fault. <laughs> you missed out. I mean that's why I tell people, I was just like, when I get to that point in my life and you ain't there, when I reach my peak, right. do not come. <laughs> I feel you on that because I'm just I, I do know like you know life is a growth process right we grow as people we change we evolve you know not necessarily change completely but evolve into our better selves if you're doing the work um, and for those who I feel like have left the journey with me or decided to wrong me on that journey I can forgive you but that doesn't mean I want to proceed forward with you especially when I get to that pro- that point in my life where I, I'm I'm glowing and I'm good, and then you decide you want right, so to come back in there. If one of those guys that did, like, you feel like they wronged you, and... Are you asking me a question yeah. on FBL? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. All right, so if one of those guys that did, you feel like wronged you, and it's always that one person always still got, like, a little piece. Mm-hmm. Would you give that person a chance? I don't, I don't have anybody that still has that little piece. Yeah, yeah. Um... I think that I've analyzed things enough and grown from things enough to really let go of some people. And the the biggest part is I don't think I can go back just because I'm not the same woman, right? I, I wouldn't, unless you've grown significantly the way that I have, which I think after a lot of my breakups, not because I haven't had a lot, but uh, I haven't had a lot. But after my breakups, I grow. Like, I that glow up hits you in your damn face. I know they hurting a little bit. But um, I'm I'm so much of a evolved person that unless you evolved at that same rate, I, it's no way I could go back because I'm not that same person. And so you might be expecting, and you might still be in love with that version of me, but that's not the version that I still am. So I don't I don't think that, there's anybody in my past that has a piece of anything of crystal <laughs> that is still here today. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. What about you? We're going to move past. Oh, <laughs> are we going to keep moving? Okay, let me. <clears throat> We're going to keep moving. So, for good guys, um, this is getting to, like, more of, the, like, the real tea of it. So, what do good guys think about patriarchy? <laughs> Since you a good guy. Uh, nah. <laughs> she coming at me. Uh, I don't know. You don't know what you think about patriarchy? Do you know? What is your definition of, of patriarchy? Uh, I really don't know. Like, so patriarchy yeah. is like a system. Um, like how, The best way I can compare it 
for you is like you, we know how racism works, mm-hmm. right? So patriarchy it's is dead. catered to uplifting men while holding back and disenfranchising and dismissing women. That can be seen from the way that abortions are handled in this country, from the way that birth control is handled in this country, from the way that women are still paid less than men, from the way that we're taught to express our sexuality. I'm all for, like, women empowerment and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm just like... Be honest. (laughs) Be honest. I just had this conversation with one of my friends. Okay. All right, so... I'm all for women empowerment and everything, but it, it comes to, like, let's take it to, like, marriage situations. If a woman is doing so good in her life, she got this tight job doing all that good, just don't hold it over my head. I'm cool with it, but just don't, like... What do you mean, hold it over your like, head in you what way? have some women out there that, like, throw it in their face. A guy face, like, oh, I'm doing this, you know, I make this type of money. Like, you might have some women that actually make more than their husbands. Okay. It's not a bad thing. I wouldn't have a problem. With it. Only if you don't, you know. So you feel like there is a a sector of women that try to emasculate men yeah. in a way. It's a lot of them. Okay. And it, and like what you said, because like from the past, like they belittle on women and feel like women don't have any power when it comes to like right certain things, like certain job positions and everything. It make women do feel like that. That they have to. Overexert yeah. themselves. Okay. I mean, I think it's good. I mean, but just don't be like I'm, I'm all for independent women, but you got some women that can be like <laughs> too independent, which is like I don't need no man. Like, I'm like, okay. I mean, but do you need a woman? Uh, mm. Not really, but exactly. <laughs> times you do. You want one, but you would be perfectly fine. I, hope, I don't want to be that person. I, mean, I, I don't think anybody does. You know, yeah, nobody want to be that person. The purpose we've been put on this earth is to connect. You know, yeah. in my in my mind, we've been put up here to connect. But if it comes to that point, I, you just got to accept it. I yeah. Mean. My question was more so uh, dealing with the system that women have to deal to 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 operate under. How do you feel? How do you sympathize with that in a way? The things that we have to, on a daily basis, we have to kind of deal with in in ways that you may not understand and you never experience as a man. All I can do is just try to understand it. Like, okay. just get their viewpoints on everything and just try to understand. That's a good answer. Yeah, that's all you really can you better do. listen. Yeah, just listen. <laughs> just listen, guys. Yeah, that's all you can do. I mean, do you do you any research in. about any of this stuff? I mean, I actually had some projects in school. Okay. That was, like, based off that and, like, abortion laws. And yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, how you feel about that? I know. I'm how do I feel? Yeah. Come on now. Don't get me on my soapbox. <laughs> um, patriarchy. How do I feel about patriarchy? I feel like um, I think the world revolves around systems. And a lot of systems revolve around oppression. I feel like, um, and we'll get into this in a minute, that when it comes to our community, the black community in particular, that it's very hard explaining to my male counterparts, which is black men, that me as a black woman is still oppressed by them because they also feel as though they are oppressed by this society as well. So they don't understand that they still have power over us in some ways just because they are male. And 
when we have these conversations, and I think I was listening to something earlier, when you think about something like the civil rights movement, the civil rights movement was going on at the same time as the, the woman's suffrage, mm-hmm. right? Black women had to choose whether they wanted to be black and protect their sons, their uncles, their husbands, or whether they're going to be women, right? When we talk about these things, I'm black and I'm a woman, I'm disenfranchised in both of those ways, right? I'm oppressed in both of, of those ways. So when we have men who uphold these systems they don't understand how they perform in these ways that are harmful to me as a woman then how can you then say that you're my protector because you don't even know what you're protecting me from you're not even protecting me from yourself you know so I never thought of that <laughs> yes so I want our men to get to a point where they're actually not only listening but they're actively engaging in ways to protect us, to listen to us, to to uphold systems that celebrate us and not oppress us and actually are out in the streets fighting for the rights that are going to benefit us all because until black women are free, nobody damn free. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Yeah. How do you feel about, I'm going back to uh, what you said about the abortions and stuff. Yes. When, uh... I see they're trying to pass laws where, like, abortion is illegal and everything. Mm-hmm. But the only thing, I'm just like, so what if a female gets, gets like, raped. raped or something like that? And so there are different states. Um, don't get me the line now because I don't know them all by <laughs> heart. But there, it's, to, it's basically up to the discretion of state, right? So you have federal law of abortions, and basically the federal laws feeds into the state laws. So what that basically does is give them discretion on if women can choose to have these abortions or not. Um, I feel like whenever we have these discussions, you can always go back and research and you can see that a lot of times the people who are making these decisions about women's bodies are old white (laughs) men, right? And you can have different opinions. I know some people say that, you know, abortion is a way to kind of, it's kind of like mass genocide for black babies. And it's all kind of stuff out there. And there's some validity to that stuff. But at the end of the day, if you're not going to protect women, you're not going to put healthcare systems in place for them that work for them, like black women who have a high high mortality rate when it comes to childbirth if you're not going to do things to protect them in that way and then you're also going to make it hard for them to decide if they don't want to carry a child then what are you saying you're not giving us any options at the end of the day abortions are going to happen whether they're in the hospital or not that's been proven um this is the first time people have prohibited abortion Um, women got abortions for a long time illegally and died because of it. So either you're going to make it safe for them or not, they're still going to happen. So that's what I think. Yeah. I guess some people go back to where some people try to get religious with it where they, you know, they'd be like, well, you know. But then they have these babies and y'all don't try to take care of them, right? So if you have a poor woman who is deciding, right, that Damn, I can't take care of this child that I had. Um, it's like what you said about the system. It's like, okay, how can we trust y'all to even put these kids in the system? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're going to pause right here because we about to be out of minutes and we're going to come <laughs> back right in it because I'm looking. I'm just like, Jesus. So we'll be right back after this break. 
All right, hey builders, we're right back in it. And so I'm about to grill him some more. I just took a look at his notes. Y'all, he has some really, really, really great notes that I'm gonna make him share before the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he acting like he's shy right now, but he got a notebook. He came pre prepared and he's sitting there acting like he don't want to read some of the stuff he got. I didn't know when to like put it in there. To put it in there? Yeah. I mean... It's, this is a conversation. I don't want you to feel like this is so structured that you can't interject some of your thoughts and all that good stuff. So, you ready for this next part? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So, what do good guys say about massage noir? Massage noir. Oh, this guy. I just seen him. Hold on. You seen him thing. Y'all, his face is like Jesus. So, massage noir is, uh, you know what misogyny is, right? So misogyny is a uh, misogynoir is uh, tailored to black women in the specific way that black women are disrespected, disregarded and all that good stuff. So how do you feel about how black women in particular are viewed, protected, especially when we think about things like Breonna Taylor, Meg the Stallion? Like when you think when you look at these cases, Sandra Bland, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um what are your thoughts about how black women are viewed and protected and uplifted in our community? I feel like they're not protected as much as they're supposed to. Like, okay. And black women, it just seems like the the way that they put up black women, just like, uh, I can't find the right words for it. Take your time. It's like they, they put them down. A lot. In what way? With the image of how a black woman should be and everything. Okay. What is that image to you? Like, like you said, like, when it comes to, like, the women, like, interacting, like, you said, make the stallion and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, how they always have naked, always got to show, like, you just got to show your body. Right. I feel like it's a problem. Why do you feel like it's a problem? I mean, most guys, of course, guys don't want to look at it, but it's just like... That's all you can really do to, like, really get a man or get... Fans. Attention? Yeah, to get your attention. Do you feel like they do it just for men? No. Okay. Not, not all of them. Okay. But I guess the way that they look at it is that's what's selling, so they're going to do it. Right. And I'm just like, you don't have to really get that, like, stoop that low mm -hmm. to just, like, get big. Right. Like you, it can be another way that you can go around. So you feel like them expressing their sexuality is stupid and low? Because I mean, I, I'm only I'm only just using your words. I'm yeah, not yeah, trying to yeah. gaslight you. I'm, I'm trying to make a connection. Because for me, if we compare that to, I mean, we're comparing the image, right? But when we compare that to what other men are actually talking about, rapping about, portraying, right? Is that really different from what these women are doing? And why are we holding these women to a standard that we don't hold these male rappers? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because it's just like, I was just having this conversation with this guy the other day when he was like, uh, <laughs> the music that we listen to today is all the same. Mm -hmm. Rapping about drugs, guns, girls twerking, like moving from female to female. Right. It's not really rap. That's okay. what we feel. And like you said, the females, 
they just had a comment, like they just had something like that, like on social media. They were just like, "Why y'all can't give females the same credit as guys rapping about guns and drugs?" Right. And females want to talk about popping a, you know, coochie, coochie and stuff, and all yeah, that and stuff. Just like, cause some of the female rappers, like the music, actually be good, right? Because if you compare it to the guys rapping about the same stuff, I mean, I don't discredit them, but if if you're not good, it's just not good, right? Who you feel about <laughs> not good? No, I mean, if you do got somebody there that just actually just like, just trash, yeah. I mean, you got some female rappers that are actually good. Right. And you feel like they just resort to exploiting their sexual yeah, side they, of some it? some of them just do a little too much at times. Like, I'm Do we examine, thing. but do we examine the males in the same way? No, we don't. We don't. I, and and I mean, that's my you thing. Don't, you don't see, all right, the most you might see, well, no, it is kind of both sides because you'll see guys posing with their shirts off and stuff right. all the time. I mean, but it's yeah. it's not even that. I'm like, we, we, we live in an industry that pushes women to have a certain image, right? And then when they have this image to appeal, then it's a problem. Then when they talk about this stuff that they actually experience or that, you know, just like the men talk about drugs and guns and all this trapping and shit you know when women talk about their experience or what they are familiar with then it's an issue so why are we policing my my whole thing is why are we so keen on policing black women in a way that we don't ever police black men i don't know i guess it's like you said it's like it goes back to the system like this with the image that everybody give black women yes i hate that it's that way but it's just it's like after you see something so many times, it's just like right. It make you feel like that's the right way you're supposed to look at things. So for you, good guy, <laughs> <laughs> if you had a female that wanted to dress a certain way that is, other words, salacious, <laughs> um, how would you feel? She wanted to wear a shirt, skirt. She wanted to wear a little bralette. Because I don't ever have no clothes on. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> so, if you come over this way, if y'all trying to be in my DMs, just know I don't wear no clothes. <laughs> um, but, I mean, have you run into a situation? Or how would you feel if you had a woman that was really free with her sexuality and really embracing that part of herself? Would you feel uncomfortable? Would you embrace that with her? Would you have that conversation? Like, how would that go? I'm the type of person I usually examine women before I actually get into mm-hmm. in deep with them. I look at the way they dress, the way they carry themselves. Right. If I see, like, I'm the type of person, I don't want, like, I don't mind expressing yourself. But just be respectful. What is respectful? I mean, like. <laughs> it's no wrong answer. Just it's answer. It's really not. It's just, like, <laughs> just be respectful. Like, I don't want you walking out with your ass all out, like. And then you come expect to come around me and my homeboys like no 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 that is not about to be okay. Mm, I you know what builders I'll let y'all get on that. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, can ain't about to get into it with him. I was just like I can't I can't be doing that. Like, but I, why not? I'm the type of person I don't I I don't put myself in situations like that. Why does that make you uncomfortable? Oof. I just bit my own tongue with that one. I don't know. It's just like I feel like when you do stuff like that, you getting attention from other people, and then it's gonna like cause you, the issue. Yeah, you creating a problem because when you do it like that, and they be like, "Dang, you know, dang, this girl looking good," you know, 
it might give some dudes like the opportunity. Not saying she create one, but her going like that and dressing like that, they might think, oh, maybe I can slide in her DM, even though she do got a boyfriend, but she out here dressing like that. Okay, so <laughs> my other thing of that is I've been in Walmart looking busted as hell. <laughs> okay. They ain't give a damn if I had a boyfriend, if I was talking to somebody, if I had a ring on my finger. So, is there really anything women can do to control the actions of people outside of them? And if they decide that they're just going to take control of their body, if they're going to celebrate their body, then that means they're not going to be so concerned about how other people view that. I just want people to understand that sometimes it's not about how you view you know what that person is doing it's just that person being who they are yeah and then where that's where trust comes into play too yeah like you should be able to trust your partner to be even if they do dress a certain type of way you got to be trust them to hold it down to where it's just like oh i'm not gonna worry about my girl like i know she's right. gonna be faithful to me i had a situation um i was in a relationship and i had brought some uh some shorts i ain't got no ass y'all <laughs> But I had brought some shorts. And, you know, they were cute little shorts. They had a little lace on them, you know. Show a little booty cheeks. But it went too much. And he did not want me to go out the house. Like, we was going to the club. Little bar or whatever. And he did not. He was so upset. And the woman I was then, I changed. Because I didn't want him to feel uncomfortable. The woman I am now. <laughs> just like, if you can't trust that I'm going to wear this. And I'm going to be, you know, someone who is good, embracing it, and not going to be out here showing everything. Well, it's not really you that we worry about. It's other people. Yeah, because I have been in situations where I have went out with people. Mm-hmm. And I thought, thought they looked good, but you got some guys out here that are very disrespectful. Where they'll try and go ahead and just grab a handful. Right. You, and then, but then do I have to live my life so concerned about how other people are going to be reacting? You shouldn't have to. Yeah. Because men don't have to in that same way. And so when we say hold each other accountable, when we say patriarchy, massage noir, sexism, men acting like human beings and not grabbing ass <laughs> just because you see it. Controlling yourselves the same way that you think that women are supposed to cover up and control themselves. When we're saying that we should be able to be free, just be ourselves. And not not have to worry about being disrespected just because we look a certain way. I get what you're saying, but not... The reality of it is it's not there, but I'm not going to live my life so concerned. Not every guy. Right. Like, you can have this conversation with every type of guy. Probably out of three out of five, gonna sit there and just be like, okay, I understand. The other one's just gonna be like, right. she shouldn't have been dressed like that. Like, yeah. she put it out there, she must want me to have it. Like, you got some guys that actually think like that. And that's problematic as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. And I feel like that was that type of situation that, that happened. Like, I had went to, we was in Charlotte at the Epic Center. Yeah. And I was with a girl, and she, her dress wasn't even that short, but it was just like, it was showing her shape and everything. Mm-hmm. And I had a guy that act like he was literally reaching to try and grab. And I let the guy in the fight that night. And I was just like, see, I'm just like, if you're going to go dressed like this, I, sometimes I'll just be like, you go with your homegirl. <laughs> you try to have me in fights every night? <laughs> Girl, damn, you try to get me killed? <laughs> yeah, and that's where I'm coming from. It's just like, 
Sometimes. It's like we know how it should be, yeah. but the way it is is In our different. world, we know how it should be. But I like, think women are getting to a point where they're tired of adjusting just because things are the way they are. Yeah. And so they're saying, hey, you fix this. I don't know if you've ever seen that Toni Morrison clip where she's talking about racism and she's saying that white people, racism is your problem. You should think about what you should do to change that because we can't do anything about you enacting this system against us. I think women are getting to a point with a lot of stuff, a lot of black women especially are getting to a point where it's just like, we're done adjusting, we're done changing ourselves, we're done trying to alter how we should be and how free we should be because you can't control yourself, you can't monitor who you are as a human being because you're limiting me as a person and I no longer want to deal with that. Um, Does that come with some risk? Of course. (laughs) Are we willing to take that risk to stand up for what we know is right, that we should be able to leave the house however we see fit and feel safe? Yes. Because when you think about it, what black women are asking for in that aspect is the same thing that black people are asking for when we're talking about racism. So, yeah. It's just like, how do you feel safe in doing that? (laughs) <laughs> that's a thing like, right but how do a black how does a black man feel safe jogging in a neighborhood oh I don't but exactly I do but yeah. you should yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so it's the same kind of conversation we're having and it's like if we can stop trying to justify how something should be and how we view things out of our own perspective if we start listening to each other then we realize we're saying the same stuff we just want to feel safe and free yeah, yeah. so what do good guys say about colorism? <laughs> you gonna you gonna sound everyone? I ain't lying. <laughs> uh, like dating wise, or um, let's start with dating and then we can go from there. I've stepped out the box maybe once or twice, but it was meaning. <laughs> I've dated. Well, I wouldn't say dated, but I just dealt with. Uh, some white females before. Okay. But it was... It That's was, not particularly color. I know, I know. Got you. But it's just like, I don't know. It was it what you thought? No. Why? That, that really made me appreciate black women. <laughs> Why? Why you said that? It was a whole different, like... How so? Just everything. I don't really want to go into detail. Okay, you got to. <laughs> I, ain't gonna, I don't push nobody. I was like, I don't even want to go into details about it, but... Have you ever stepped out of box? It's just like I haven't. Oh, outside of second grade, I dated Lee. Oh, we can't go Lee. That far. No, Lee was no, Hispanic. We, we used to uh, wear this cute little uh, black outfit, all black. And me and Lee, we we used to play on recess, and then we became boyfriend and girlfriend on the last That's day of school. Mm-hmm. And we, I ain't never seen Lee again. <laughs> nah, um, I haven't. I I don't think I'm close off to it. Um. I can't say that I don't prefer my black men, even though y'all a goddamn headache. See, God. See, see, that's where it comes to where I was just like, one can mess it up for everybody. But but here's the thing. I've dated all good guys. Mm. Not all of them. Not all of them. Look, they've all been good guys. Well, if you dated good guys, then... Why am I not in a relationship? (laughs) Because, I mean, just because somebody is a good guy doesn't mean they're a good guy for you, right? Um, But 
as far as colorism, go, going back to the topic, um, what I mean is this idea that the lighter you are, the better you are, the darker you are. Skin tone, really colorism, but it's actually a system where it does disenfranchise people who are of a darker hue, um, dark skin. I knew you was going there. <laughs> I was waiting on it. Mm. I was waiting on it. The light skin versus dark skin, but but how do you view this this dynamic, this system that works against a sector Just like of our community? In general or like both, both personal and general. Personal, I'm just like you like what you like. So you feel like it's just solely preference? I mean, yeah, some people are. I hate to say it like that. Okay. I know some guys that love dark-skinned women. Mm -hmm. And I know some guys that just like, if they're darker than me, I don't want to talk to them. Okay. And I'm just like, it is what it is. Like, you never know who you might like. Okay. But, I mean, you might not be attracted to all of them. Some you might be attracted to. Mm -hmm. But just, I mean, everybody got their preference. I mean, I, I don't judge nobody. I'm just like... It's, I don't think I judge it. I think what happens is once we start seeing patterns, and this is something that's new, which is why we have a term for it, um, the easiest thing for people to say is it's a preference without understanding that we've been conditioned to have certain preferences, right? So when you are told through media, through images, through music, through everything that you hear, listen to, interact with, that a certain thing is better, than something else then your preference really isn't a part of who you are it's something that you've been conditioned to think and when we don't check that when we don't have the conversation that is honest and saying hey this is a little problematic um then it's an issue that's as far as dating now when we talk about colorism as it is a system just like racism racism is we look at darker skinned people getting a sentence yeah um like it even comes to job interviews like. job interviews yes um even hospitalizations when it comes to medical care when it comes to treatment in general by the public darker skinned people uh bear the brunt of being treated and mistreated um a certain way so what do good guys feel about that aspect of it I don't feel like I can speak for good guy. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but it's, it's a play on words, but yeah. what do you uh, feel? We talking about the, we're not on the personal no more. Right? No, you can okay. go general. Okay. Um, I, mean, I feel like it shouldn't be a preference, like you said, mm -hmm. when it comes to that. Because when you do, then you put everybody in the category and you just like, Oh, no, I ain't want to talk to her because she she's too dark for me. Mm -hmm. like, that's not the right way to think about it. Right. I mean, it's still hard because it's just like... Why is it hard? Because you do have some good guys, but I mean, I guess they're attracted to what they're attracted to. I mean... I don't know. That's the scapegoat is real. <laughs> you really, you have a hard look. You did good on the other two. <laughs> this one is is eating your ass up right now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, because you feel like it's hard to know what's a preference and what's not. Yeah, I I'm think that. I mean, dark skinned girls are beautiful, but I mean, like I said, like I mean, certain people might be attracted to dark skin. Some. People might try to light skin. I mean, but I feel like some people it's been embedded into their head to where it's like 
Most people, but okay. Yeah, most people. <laughs> where it's just like, hey, you need to talk to the red bones and the, the lights. Yes. Yeah. This is this is what we've been conditioned to think. I don't I don't care where you are in the world, right? Because wherever racism is, colorism is. And until we can understand that we can't get rid of racism without getting rid of colorism and vice versa, we're going to keep doing the same dance. So when we say preferences and you like what you like and all this different kind of shit, but when we look at people in Hollywood and their wives and they all look alike, we don't see a problem. Yeah. You know, so what message does that send to the little dark-skinned girl that's six years old? They made them feel like they ain't beautiful. Exactly. So when you have a little dark-skinned girl, you know, if that's the case, you know, how is that going to be? You're going to have to think about these things. So this is why I say... You're supposed to attack that at a young age. Exactly. But at a certain age, and this is what I tell people often is, at a certain age, children become more influenced outside the home than in the home. Yeah, because all you can do is protect them and try. But once they get exposed to that real world and somebody has shown them otherwise, it's it's either going to make them or break them. So as a community, we have to do better and we have to have these real conversations. Because anytime I bring up colorism, people squirm. (laughs) <laughs> they do just what you did. You know, they be like, you know, preferences. <laughs> you like what you like. You yeah, know? because you don't want to, like... Step on nobody's stuff. Step on nobody's foot. I don't care and about that. Like, oh, he don't like dark-skinned girls. He don't like... I'm just like, no, that's not what I mm-hmm. said. It just... You like what you like. You like what you like. <laughs> but at the same time, just, just be aware of understanding the ways you've been conditioned, the ways that you've been fed, what is beauty, what is, you know acceptable what is desirable and then go from there make sure that because i had to do that too because on the opposite end of that is dark-skinned men being held to oh they're more masculine they're more desirable in that way because they're man's men as opposed to light-skinned men oh, for who, a long time it was light-skinned women for a long time i mean yeah <laughs> but 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 on the other end of that you know light-skinned men being pretty boys and mm-hmm. stuff like that so you had to choose those two different things men don't have it as hard in colorism in that way but i did have to check myself i'm like why am i always gravitating towards dark-skinned men am i leaning into this colorism that's saying that dark-skinned men are more masculine and because i'm an alpha i want an alpha man you know, am I problematic in that way? And so I had to trace it back to my dad was dark skinned. So that's the first man yeah. I fell in love with, you know, of course in a healthy way, not saying weird. <laughs> no, no, but that's the first man I love, so that's what I connect love to from a man is that color, that hue. So it always starts. Yeah. With your family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's where a lot of people's issues come from. Like Right. Yeah. So what do good guys say about good girls? Quote unquote. We're the same thing. Like <laughs> we the same thing. <laughs> like, are there any love? I mean Oh, you don't feel like I there's feel like good girls left? Yeah, there are some. And like you said, uh you have to ask yourself, are you ready? Yeah. For that good person? Because you because I have ran into I was at the point of life where I just stopped dating for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I did run into a good girl. And I would just, I just had to stop it because I was just, uh uh-uh. Because if I start talking to you the way I am right now, like, I do not want to hurt you. Like, it is not going to work. Like, <laughs> at least I stopped it. You know, you got to stop it right then. Just, uh uh-uh. <laughs> Why didn't you feel like you were ready? 
because it was I, too serious too soon well i wasn't fully over somebody else okay at the time okay. and i felt like they were good but it's like when i talked to them they were helping me get that person off my mind okay yeah but, i mean you handled it the healthy way yeah but you can't say ain't no good girls out there because <laughs> you came in contact with at least one of them yeah that was one out of probably about 20 bad ones that i don't know hey shit that's <laughs> that's the experience of dating yeah know what the hell going on with dating out here it's i'm telling you it's the media like and all these memes and all this, What's like, the memes that you keep referring to? Like, it just be messing stuff up. Like, like what? Like, what did it say? I don't know. Like, just in general, just be ladies girl. We just gonna go for artists, see the girls. Oh, <laughs> no. Messing it up. Like, I'm serious. Like, the music and stuff that float around here, just letting them know that they don't need this, they don't need no dude and stuff. And, and like, just get them. If they ain't behind you, don't, no bag, just dismiss them. Like, I was like, are you serious? Why do you have a problem with that? It shouldn't be about materialistic things. Okay. Well, just like you said, it's some good guys out here, but it's not. And you got somebody that just don't got a lot of money. Do you feel like men approach women in that same capacity as far as, hey, I know you ain't got a lot, but I'm going to work with you? Yeah. Okay. You got some. Okay. And then you got some guys. They are actually scared to approach some females because of the expectations. Yeah. Okay. And it's a lot of that going around. Like I have known some guys that, hey, I I want to talk to this girl, but I don't think she'll talk to me. Like the you know what she says she's looking for and all that. It might scare that guy away, and just be like, dang, like nah, she won't want to talk to a guy like me. Why do you feel like women are leaning into like the city girls, the make the stallions, the the fuck niggas get money. <laughs> because of... They tired of being hurt. And they just like... Who that sound like? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what that sound like? You're right. It's like... Yeah, they playing both sides right now. It's all a game now. That's what it feel like. Yeah, it does feel like... I can't say that from the dating world. What I've, what I've realized... And I ain't trying to get off topic, but I... It is what it is. Um... I'm dating, talking to people. We got a question? Don't fall out that seat now. Opposite of what you like. No, she said your biggest blessing is the exact opposite of what you think you like. Oh, do you feel like opposites attract? Sometimes. I feel like they can clash too. Yeah, they can. <laughs> because when it's when it's too much, that yeah, when we have nothing in common, common. I feel yeah. like I I have someone, I have some people I've been I've dated and someone, whatever dating, <laughs> trying to give too much away, <laughs> give myself a trouble. But it's like if you have some things in common, you connect on those levels. But if your differences are too different, then you're just gonna bump heads and. You're going to feel unheard, misunderstood, and all that different kind of stuff. It's which like is you're really... always be looking for ways for y'all to connect. Yeah, like and, and it's, it's going to be exhausting, yeah. which I, I know everything is not going to come easy. I'm not someone who is looking for something easy. I know that two people coming together is going to be work. I'm work. You know, me connecting with myself is work. So I know somebody else trying to connect with me is. But at the end of the day... 
Um, I need for us to have like that natural chemistry on some kind of level. Otherwise, I don't need to feel like you a whole nother job on top of my job. You know, so I appreciate that that response though. Yeah, she coming with it. Yeah. She said she would love to join the combo. Oh, you talking about right now? <laughs> Plus, I got to have you on the uh, podcast. I'm sorry, y'all. We are looking at the live comments right now on Instagram. Um, Maybe next time. I don't know. This won't be the last time I have you up here. Uh-uh. Yeah, we could come on next time. But I ain't got nothing set up for this, y'all. We were not expecting to do it this way. Um, What's the other question? So, do you feel like... There's room for flaws in the title. Good guy, good girl. Yeah. How so? I feel like flaws make a person. Okay, but the title itself, do you feel like it leaves room for that? Mm-mm. How so? When Why not? It, when I hear it, it's just like, you're just perfect guy. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I hear too. I'm like, mm. Yeah, that's why you said good guy. I was just like, I don't know if I want that title. You just, said nice guy, and I was just like, oh. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want that title. <laughs> Cause I was just like, uh, I got some flaws, but I was just like, right. I recognize my flaws. Right. And it's just like, I'm working on You're working on it. I think I got a great response today. I, like I said, I put the questions up on the Instagram and that's how old the Instagram. <laughs> I put the questions up and um, I had the response with someone was like, when they hear the term good guy, they think that the person still has some, some growth, you know, mm-hmm. that they need to do, that they're not. They're a decent person. They're not a shitty person. That's what they think about when they hear the term good guy. And I was like, you know what? I think that too because, you know, I take it with a grain of salt. When someone comes up to me or they say I'm a good guy, I'm like, okay. What does that even mean to you? (laughs) But all right, we're going to see. Because your definition might be different from mine. At the end of the day, I don't try to stamp labels on people so much anymore because... I understand that as people, we're imperfect, and you're going to show up wherever you are in life, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to just go from there. You just have to find somebody that's perfect for you. Yeah, yeah. the imperfections just match up with yours, and yep. y'all can just roll with it. That's all. <laughs> I accept your flaws, you accept mine, and let's just keep it pushing. But you know what? It sounds so easy. <laughs> it does. It it's sound, it's... That shit is that easy. <laughs> Oh, it's some work. It's some work that got to be done. It right? it is some work. You you when we're talking about acceptance, what if that person's imperfections are making you feel misunderstood? You know what I'm saying? Or making you feel like you're not being seen, or making you feel like they're not connecting with you on that level that I you feel like really your desire. Feelings don't even matter. Right. Yeah. Like. It's, it's real easy in practice when we have conversations to say, oh, yeah, just find somebody that your perfections match up with yours. <laughs> but that should be. You'll get some red flags on the way. But red that, flags. Yeah. You're always going to find a red flag. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a red flag even with a good person. Yeah. I got some red flags. I know <laughs> What's I your red flag? <laughs> What's your red flag? Good guy. I don't know. Uh... Oh, he's scratching his head. Hey, now, she hit me with all this. <laughs> Talking about what's my red flag. We don't even let these people know. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, um, sometimes I guess I can't. Uh... Oh, you mumbling. Lean into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't know. I really ain't never had nobody ask me that question. I bet. I LBF gonna ask. Huh? I said LBF asked me questions. Was. I just knew you was gonna come with something that was just gonna hit me <laughs> and just leave me sitting here like, dang, I don't know what to say. Well, you know what? If you don't come up with nothing while before we end this uh, episode, then you can just always post it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna hold that, you accountable for that. That'd be a good question to ask everybody. Do you know your red flag? Do you know your red flag? What do other people see when they come up to you that make them want to turn around? <laughs> I don't know. Like, people always tell me I'm a nice person and stuff. Sometimes I feel like I'm too nice. You feel like that's your red flag? Yeah. You know what that sounds like? Yeah. When you go to a job and they ask you, oh, you what's your weakness? <laughs> and you, you name a strength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not no deal. Look, I need, like, a real... In depth, like a real flaw. I'm gonna think on it. Yeah, you think on it. We're gonna get back to that. We're gonna get back. I'll share my, well, what I think is mine. I think my, my red flag. Oh, shit, I might need to think on it too. See? What's your red flag, y'all? She says she know her red flag. What's your red flag? <laughs> she says she wanna have a conversation that they are not willing to listen and try to change. What was that? I'm sorry, you guys. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving. Yeah. So, do these labels serve us? Good guy, good girl. No. Why not? Because, like we said, those good guy, good girl. You looking? It's just like somebody that is perfect. Got everything together. Together. Yeah. It's a box. I feel like, and I said this before, but uh, you perform. I feel like when you have like a recipe or, hey, this is how you be a good guy, then that's what you are. That's what you perform as. And then you don't realize that you're not performing as a real true person and you're missing out on so much other stuff that's not getting your attention because you're so focused on being this this thing. The same thing with the good girl and what I wrote about and what I talked about on the first episode of the LBF podcast, which is Death to the Good Girl. Go check it out. Um where I had to start rejecting certain aspects of being quote-unquote good because I wasn't being myself. So the way I dressed, the way I spoke, I didn't curse as much, you know, because that's not what good girls do. Good girls don't have sex a whole bunch, you know, but it's, it's like when you start having conversations and being real with yourself and, and really just being who you are as a person, you can start rejecting these labels that don't serve you. Um, because they're what society say you should be, and yeah. you just and that's why I was like, I wouldn't want that label because might catch me on a lit night. <laughs> but like, oh, he a good guy. Yeah, oh, on, oh he's out here acting up. Good so, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was just like, hold Like I don't want that title, but yeah. I am a good person. We just right. don't say it like that. Yeah. Good person. So what's next for this good guy when it comes to dating? Uh, healing. Healing. Yes. Why do you need feel you need to? What do you feel you need to heal from? Uh, past wounds. Past wounds. Do you feel like you've been working on them? Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been easy. Okay. But when you trying to heal, you got to make sure you cut off all ties. What methods have you? Well, I, I guess that was the first <laughs> method. But what other methods have you been using too? Like I'm following certain people on social media. I really can't do that. When I break up with somebody, I mean, and I know some people can, yeah. but when All I break time. up, I don't want to see you. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see you sitting there 
popping shots with your girls or <laughs> with your guys or I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to see you yeah. <laughs> block like, I'm I don't block them. I don't want to see your face bubble pop up when I'm like <laughs> scrolling to see how many people saw my story I don't want no I don't block them I just I unfollow them you just so, unfollow so pop up on my story yeah. yeah that's how I do it on Snapchat everything like for a long time it took me a long time to do it yeah. Because I was in that stage where I was done, but I still wanted to was see. Was hoping. I was still seeing, wanting to see, like, if they're going to yeah. pop over with that, uh, yeah. with that other dude. That's what got I got you. Yep. And I was just like, nah, uh-uh. you got to unfollow them. Get over with that. Okay. So you're just healing from, uh, healing by moving on. Yep. Okay. What other methods are you using to heal? Uh, Well, just to keep my mind busy. Okay. Focusing more on school and getting in dental school and working on myself. Right. Yeah, so that keeps me busy. And I just feel like dating right now, just, it'd be a big distraction. Dating, dating take work. Yeah. <laughs> this joke is out here. This hard. <laughs> it's messed up in this generation, like, for real. I don't even know, like, but how was dating for our parents? Because they had, they was the ones <laughs> with the families and I shit. I feel like they accepted more. I ain't about to do that. Yeah. They accept it more so. back then. And it's just like, with dating with them, like like you said, like growing up, like you've seen, like I seen my uncles and them married. Mm-hmm. And they used to tell me, uh, I don't know what tell you when you get older. And they going to see another woman. Right. And, they, and come back and then you expect me to respect you as a man and you out here doing this. Right. Yeah. And I'll just be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's why I say, like, when you dating people and you wonder where some of their, like... Habits came from. Yeah. It's like, it starts with their family. And then some people seem like their parents in abusive relationships and stuff. Like, all that has to do with a lot. Yes. Because, uh, with me, your voice can't go above a certain value when you're talking to me because I'm going to get triggered and it's going to be a wrap. Mm-hmm. All right, so when we closing this out, I'm gonna make you read everything that you got you wrote down on this notebook. Yes. Okay, we can do that. So he's gonna go ahead and read what he wrote on his notebook and share it with y'all. He got some good little tidbits. I was like, uh, like she said, a good guy, uh, a gentleman, polite, respectful, considerate to women's needs, direct, faithful, honest, and mature. Uh, Another one is like uh, you're attracted to the bad some people are attracted to the bad guys yeah and some of the good guys and there some women are asking where are the good guys but some of them are your friends oh <laughs> i like that one yeah and uh if you really wanted a good guy you have to get over the game and you'll find true love okay so like we was talking about the game yeah yep. the game and some people ignore the red flags Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said earlier, some people painted a picture in their head of who they soulmate should be. And so they have tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Got it. So they can be blinded to the actual good guy in their lane, but he's not matching up with the guy that they're painting. Got head. it. Get out your own way. Yep. And some you really don't know what a good guy is. And you just have to realize that no one is perfect. Right. And uh, it is the flaws that make a person complex and keep you interested. 
So a good guy is not a perfect guy. <laughs> gotcha. And when when a person shows you their true colors, some people still try to paint a different picture in their head. Mm, I think we all good for that <laughs> one. And you need to be with someone like a good guy who uh, helps you, support you, and gives you hope. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't feel like you have to settle for anything less. Uh, one thing that we should have talked about. Well, we didn't uh, touch on Too much texting and not enough talking. Man, I just had it. I was like, you cannot. And I'm going to just plug this in there and we're going to keep it moving. But, y'all, if you want to be known as a person, you cannot think that somebody's going to get to know you through solely texting them i need to hear your voice i need to see your face i need to understand how you you know move and operate when we have certain topics and conversations but i can't do that if you only text me but how can you connect with somebody right i had somebody tell me like oh you don't know you don't know me well enough to draw conclusions from you know text okay who fault that is (laughs) you only text me sir (laughs) Get right with yourself and find who you truly are. Yes. You have to know self. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pay attention to who actually takes your feelings into consideration. Yes. And uh, one thing I ran across um, that a guy shouldn't have to chase a woman is hard. Okay. It says chasing a woman can become harmful. And chasing a woman who is making you jump through so many hoops and who has walls up can can really break a man. Can really break you. Mm-hmm. And is there uh, is it uh, some guys really chase a woman for so long, and the woman think the guy really loved them when it's just lust. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why. It's that's why. Some guys, when they do get what they want, they just They're leave done. because they really were just lessen off your body. Uh, we gon' we gonna learn. We we <laughs> done we done got older ladies. Okay, so let's let's understand the difference between that. And the last one, a lot of people don't know good when they see it. Whew. A lot of people don't know good when they see it. We gonna leave off on that <laughs> note. I know y'all might have a lot of comments, questions, concerns, all that good stuff, but you can always hit me up at Antoinette underscore the blogger on Instagram, or you can hit up the Let's Build Futures account at let's underscore build underscore futures on Instagram as well. Let's build futures.com is still up, y'all. I haven't posted to that in forever, but forgive me. It's coming soon. Um, and let's go ahead and plug your information because this awesome guest right here <laughs> that gave us all those gems, you can hit him up on his social media as well. I'm pretty sure he's going to be ready to tell you what that red flag <laughs> is. <laughs> Y'all look forward to that. But if you have any uh, questions, comments, anything, my uh, Instagram is Tim Bell underscore junior. Uh, my Twitter, I'm barely up there, but it is Ralph Sue dot. M-E-H. Okay. Yeah. I'm That's on Twitter like, too. What are you talking about? <laughs> but you better off reaching me off Instagram. So right. if you're looking for that red flag, I'm going to let y'all know about that. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on and having this almost two-hour conversation I with know. me. It was good. It, it was. was good. It went by fast, but I, I didn't want to limit us. I'm going to start trying to have like more in-depth conversations where I'm not cutting it off too soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
a lot of people wanted this conversation and so I'm glad we were able to provide it for them. If y'all have anything y'all want to add to it, just hit us up and you know, I'll have Tim back. (laughs) Yeah, we can do this again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. We'll be in touch. Bye.